Hi you guys, welcome to episode 17 of Vibing in Valentino. If you guys follow me on Instagram or Snapchat, then you guys will know I've been in Bangkok. <laughs> oh, actually, if you guys tuned in last week, huh? I talked about it too. So my best friend pulled up to Bangkok this weekend. So he left Tuesday morning. And actually last night, Monday night, we sat down, we did a whole recording. It was like already an hour into our recording. We were just shooting the shit and then my recorder dies. <laughs> and it didn't save any of it. <laughs> Which is the worst part. And by the time this had all happened and my recorder died, the shit didn't save. It was past our bedtime. It was late. And by late, I mean it was like past 9 p.m. <laughs> Which, you know, that's late for us because I don't know if Cameron was jet lagged, but he, I think he was, he had to have been, he just didn't really have time to be fully jet lagged because we had very little time to do everything that we wanted to do, like see all the sites and all the stuff. So I kind of made him hit the ground running, but he was in bed y'all by like 8 PM every night. <laughs> and I had never really adjusted fully to Bangkok time because when I came here, like Cameron, I was in bed by 8 or 9 p.m. every night. I was waking up at like 5 or 6 and I was being such a productive adult. Very mature of me. <laughs> Very unlike the LA me. <laughs> so I loved it so much that I never really bothered to like keep pushing up my bedtime. So by the time we were like, oh shit, this shit didn't save, we were like, okay, over it, we're just gonna re-record it another day when he's back stateside and we're gonna do it over the phone. So that means you guys are stuck with just me this week. <laughs> it's a solo episode and it's an episode that I've actually been wanting to do for a while because it was based on kind of trial and errors for me that I have found methods that have worked for me personally that I'm excited to share with you guys. This episode is all about how I grew my hair out to be this long. I don't know in terms of like numerical like inches how long my hair is, but it touches my ass when I stand up. If that tells you guys anything, <laughs> not just the top of my ass, it's like the longest part of my hair touches my crack. Like not where the crack starts, like my crack crack. So <laughs> can't believe I'm saying crack this many times on a podcast episode, but here we are. So it's pretty long and it's all about how I've managed to like kind of salvage my hair because my hair at one point was going through it. So before we get into that, I want to share with you something that I have been obsessed with the past two weeks. Not voluntarily, I kind of just had to be. I've been bathing myself in CeraVe moisturizer every single night for the past two weeks because... I had an eczema attack <laughs> and I didn't know I suffered from eczema until maybe a few years ago. I discovered it because I was laying out a lot, an hour a day, four or five days a week. UV, skin cancer, I know, but a bitch was trying to be tan, so I was really out there by my pool and I broke out into like an eczema rash on the inside of my elbows on my like behind my armpits like towards my back where my tattoos are it was weird and my tattoo would be like all raised and crazy it was the weirdest thing but 
And now I've noticed that when I travel a lot or if I'm going through like a lot of stress, I'll break out into like an eczema attack, eczema hives or something like that. And so the only moisturizer I've found that has really been helpful and like didn't aggravate it was CeraVe. And I think it's because it's not scented and it's very gentle. On a day-to-day -day basis though, I like a heavier moisturizer. I like pure cocoa butter, like Palmer's or not even like the liquidy ones that you pump. This is like the actual solid ones in a jar that you have to scrape off and like melt and stuff like that. I love those. Oh my god. But you know, being in Thailand too where it's so humid, the humidity here is on another level. Anything too oily tends to just be borderline sticky at that point. So CeraVe is something that I've been loving. It's helped calm down my eczema. I feel every time, because you know, I can't just go around scratching and like be all dry and scaly, like that's gross. So I put CeraVe on every time I feel like, oh my god, like this is about to kill me. That's been very, very helpful. So I'm gonna put it on the Amazon link. I'm gonna bring the link back just because this is the first time in a while I think that I mentioned a product as the weekly weakness. So you can find the CeraVe and all the other previously mentioned weekly weakness products in other episodes in the link in the show notes below. Let's get right into the hair growth hacks that I have for you guys. <laughs> so none of these are in any particular order. Well, I lie. The first three are kind of in order. So the biggest thing that I have found for me is I had to stop using heat. So hack number one, no heat. I used to be that girl that used heat on her hair like seven days a week. <laughs> no lie. I would either curl it or strain it or whatever because I was washing my hair. I would blow dry it. It was some type of heat on my hair every day. And the ends of my hair were fried. If they could talk, they would cuss me the fuck out. My hair looks like a broom like if i didn't properly condition it or whatever if i like didn't dry it properly not cute at all so i don't know really at what point i like <laughs> decided to stop i think it was one of those things where i literally did wake up one day and i was just like you know what i'm tired of my hair being so damaged i'm just gonna try not using heat and then i went cold turkey and i just stopped using heat it's been two and a half maybe three years since i was big into heat i think over the past three years i've used a hot tool maybe six or seven times which you know was on special occasions and when i really like had to do something with my hair and i just didn't have time to pin curl it so that's how i curl my hair nowadays is i pin curl it my hair has gone so long that when i use a heat tool the tool doesn't really cover the whole length of my hair and it just doesn't the results aren't that great so i'll wash my hair or if my hair is dry i'll mist my hair with a spray bottle and then i pin curl my hair and just wrap it and like sleep overnight with the curls and then the next day the curls are like amazing they're really some of the best looking curls ever and they last really really long too if you use the proper products so you want to use mousse before you curl it not too much you don't want it to be like super crunchy <laughs> uh, and then you want to spray it when you let the curls down with a hairspray but i did the i did the curls in bangkok one time i did this like a 
couple nights ago and I stepped out we went to the temple <laughs> I was sweating my ass off and it was so humid it was raining so obviously my curls didn't hold but even in like high high humidity it held for a good four or five hours so I'm not gonna complain I also didn't use any mousse or any hairspray because I didn't pack any so there's that but using no heat has really been a huge game changer for me I feel like without the heat and you know granted it didn't happen overnight but my hair my split ends kind of mended itself and it was I don't know if that actually physically happened or if I'm just imagining that <laughs> wishing that but you don't feel my split ends as much with no heat so you guys don't have to go cold turkey like I did you guys can gradually go from using heat every day to using heat three to four days a week and then to twice a week and then to once a week and then to you know maybe never so or like once every month <laughs> you know that'd be good too so the biggest thing though to transition into this kind of no heat that i had to learn was you have to <laughs> really coordinate your hair schedule with your life schedule and by that, I mean, you don't want to damage your hair and curl it one day. The next day, you have to be in the gym, like, busting your ass. Or, like, you don't want to be, you know, at the zoo sweating out your curls. Like, you want to damage your hair when you know it's going to last you a good few days. You know what I mean? And you don't have to wash your hair for, like, the next two, three days. So, that's kind of what I mean. Like, for me, my biggest thing that ruins my hair on an everyday basis is sweating from workouts so Monday through Friday I know I'm gonna be in some form or some way I'm gonna be in the gym sweating it out so I don't do shit to my hair Monday through Friday Friday night though I wash my hair granted I'll wash my hair Monday Wednesday Friday just because it gets way too gross I don't know if that's too much or whatever but with the workout schedule it gets way too gross if I wait any longer than that so Friday, after I wash my hair, I wait till it's kind of damp, then I do the pin curls, and then Saturday morning, I have curls. Saturday night, I'm good. Sunday, I'm good. It's starting to be like a little loose curl situation, which is super cute. Actually, it's my preferred level of curl, but you know, you know, you can't be too choosy <laughs> with that. And then Monday, I'm back in the gym again. So after the gym, I have to wash my hair anyway, so it doesn't really matter. And that's just how I plan it because you want that effort to last you a while like you want that heat damage to last you for more than just one night out <laughs> that's my biggest tip anyway for transitioning to no heat tip number two kind of goes hand in hand is no bleach so if you go from light to dark I don't know if there's much damage being done there I think very minimal is what I want to say but if you're going from dark to light like me it's a lot of fucking damage being done to your hair. <laughs> um, I was always that girl that was like, once every two or three months I was getting my hair bleached to be like lighter and lighter and lighter because I wanted a very particular blonde. I wanted like that ashy, light blonde. And my hair is like borderline black. So for me to get to that level of blonde, it was a lot of chemicals, a lot of bleach. A lot of hours <laughs> a lot of money <laughs> but using that bleach really it like each hair strand I can tell went from like 
thick to super thin like it was literally kind of shedding away my hair luckily for me i was always getting a balayage or an ombre so the growing out period of my hair was not too painful but it was one of those things where it was me consciously deciding to no longer keep on dyeing my hair but what really propelled me at first was that my hair colorist that I would always go to, Marissa Marino. When I was going to see her, she was at 901 in Melrose and she left. And after she left, I just kind of never went back. Not that I don't trust any other hair colorists in that salon, they're all great. They all have great work, but I was more so like, you know what, Marissa left, so let me just kind of wait a while before I go back and then a while turned into years and I still haven't gone back <laughs> to get a color and I actually don't really have to. So if you're trying to do the no bleach thing and you are trying to grow out your hair, here's what I suggest you do, okay? If you are completely like one-toned blonde, that's going to be a rough transition because it's going, your roots are really going to show. So go in one last time get somebody who knows their shit and get a good balayage going so they can blend a darker color into the lighter colors and then you can grow it out so you just spend that bread one time get another you know like the one last time doing another four hour stint i've done up to like a seven hour stint in a chair before so get another you know session in and then let that be that it grows out beautifully if you get a really good balayage it grows out so well like for me three years into not doing any color it still looks great it doesn't look like i just stopped going to the hair salon you know what i mean so that's my biggest tip for you if you want to start to transition into not coloring your hair anymore is get a good balayage get a proper balayage done and then yeah adios to the bleach <laughs> my third tip is these three tips were something that I did in my first year that really made an impact. My third hack is to deep condition your hair every week, once a week. So I just actually warmed up coconut oil in the microwave and put that in my hair from the root to the ends and wrapped it up in a towel and let it sit for like 30 minutes to an hour. And then I washed my hair like I normally do. I think, I don't know if it mended my hair or whatever. I don't know if that even physically happens. Like I'm not a hair person. Like I don't know, you know, the ins and outs of like a hair follicle anatomy. I don't know if that even happens is that it mends your split ends. But to me, that's kind of what it felt like it was doing. Like my split ends were a lot less noticeable. I don't feel my split ends anymore. After a hair conditioning treatment, you just, your hair just looks perfect. So, and that's all I did was just warm up coconut oil. I've never bought a hair mask from a store i don't think it's really necessary you can literally google you know homemade hair masks and a bunch of recipes will come up so i suggest you guys do that don't spend extra money on a store-bought hair mask for no reason i'm a lot pickier when it comes to like a face mask because i don't want to break out but your hair like whatever i did once a week for like maybe eight to nine months and then that incorporating with cold turkey no heat no bleach I saved my hair that way. So whatever hair conditioning treatment you decide to do, it doesn't even have to be coconut oil if you guys don't like coconut oil, but definitely do some type of like conditioning treatment regularly. My fourth tip, and this is going to go against everything that we've always been taught, 
by anybody that does hair <laughs> is don't cut your hair okay I don't know this I'm not a hairstylist or anything like that so I'm not sure but I feel like cutting your hair should not be the first thing you do when you're trying to grow out your hair like personally I've never had a trim go exactly the way I wanted it to go <laughs> for whatever reason my half an inch is not the same as the stylist's half an inch you know hers is maybe more so like my three inches that's her half an inch you know so I don't suggest cutting your hair in the early stages of growing your hair out I have gotten to the point now where I'm like okay if by chance my version of half an inch turns out to be three inches to the hairstylist I'm okay with that because I have a lot of hair to spare it's not gonna all of a sudden be short or like above my shoulder length <laughs> if you know our units of measurements don't add up so until you guys get to that point where you guys have hair to spare I feel like getting a haircut is kind of iffy so not my first tip I mean I get it if you guys are like into that I just no exaggeration if two years ago somebody came up to me and was just like here's a thousand dollars go get a trim I would have said no like I just don't need that kind of mistake in my life right now like my hair can't handle that <laughs> so yeah I wouldn't suggest cutting your hair as the first resort but that was just kind of what worked for me I waited three years to get a haircut and <laughs> get a trim my trim and their trim is not the same so yeah we're just gonna nip that whole issue in the butt my fifth tip is get your vitamins in so okay i'm not pushing supplements and obviously a disclaimer i'm not a doctor if you guys want to go on a supplement get that shit cleared with your doctor granted i didn't i kind of just did my own thing i went to whole foods got a prenatal and started popping it but the thing is with micronutrients so micronutrients are your vitamins and your minerals we can have the most well-rounded diet ever we're never going to be able to get in every single micronutrient that we should be getting in in a day to the amount that we need it so i got a prenatal because there's the addition of biotin in it and all the other essential vitamins that we need anyway in it which is at a higher level and some people are concerned about toxicity but honestly your body kind of expels any additional vitamins that you take that your body doesn't need so better safe than sorry for me i don't know about you guys but my favorite vitamin that i take that has really helped my hair and i've mentioned this as a weekly weakness product in a previous episode is called my kind organics that's the brand and i do prenatal once a day so once a day because if you don't do the once a day and you do the regular shit it's making you take like three huge pills a day i'm trying to streamline my pill popping so you know one is enough for me i've been taking it for a long time i've been taking it for years actually like a year and a half two years and it's really helped it's helped my skin it's helped my hair i don't see any negative side effects from it so i don't know about the toxicity thing but I haven't had any, you know, negative effects. So 
that's my favorite that's also in the amazon link in the show notes below by the way you guys can go ahead and experiment with other brands if you guys want but my recommendation is to get your micronutrients in because our bodies are so smart that when we take in these nutrients it's not going to shuttle it to our hair or skin right away you know what i mean it's going to go to our brain our liver our heart all our essential organs that's really needed for us to survive you don't need a head full of hair that's actually the first thing to go when your body is malnourished is your hair it's really like the last thing on the totem pole when it comes to you know nourishment it's only once we get enough nutrients in our body that everything in our body is being nourished. Like I said, better safe than sorry. I mean, if it's a good quality supplement, couldn't hurt. My sixth tip is inversion. So the first time I heard about inversion, I was actually YouTubing hair growth tips. And this girl had those, um, it was like a, an infomercial chair or a bed or something where you get on it and then it flips upside down. So now your like feet are stuck in the air and your head is like on the ground floating like two inches above the ground. It's supposed to be for spinal decompression. It's supposed to feel really good or whatever, but the circulation also gets to your scalp, which is where your hair grows out of and it's where the nourishment for your hair comes from. When the circulation goes to your scalp, you know, it shuttles oxygen and the nutrients there. I'm not telling you guys to get this chair. I don't have this chair. <laughs> How I do inversion that I found accidentally was through yoga so my hair growth really sped up when i was doing yoga regularly like once to twice a week because you know poses like the downward dog or the forward fold it has you placing your head relatively low to the rest of your body so the circulation goes to your scalp into your head into your hair and i've been telling people this oh i've been telling all my close friends this it was like Okay, yoga is really the best kept secret for hair growth because you're really getting circulation to your scalp, to your hair. Granted, you know, stretching is great for everything, like a lot of things, not just hair growth. But now I've been a lot more conscious of stretching after a workout and just doing a few forward folds or like a down dog situation or, you know, like a wide leg forward fold, anything like kind of has you in an inverted position, it's really, really good for your hair. I feel like that has been something that's really worked for me. But again, with the circulation, there's this one product slash hair mask that I tried <laughs> that I don't know if it worked or not, but it stained my bathtub. But you're supposed to soak cayenne pepper in olive oil for a little bit let it like kind of seep into the oil that spiciness seep into the oil drain out the pepper and then you use that oil on your scalp as a pre-shampoo treatment and i don't know i feel like it's just easier to do a few yoga poses or stretch do a few forward folds instead of doing all of that and staining your bathtub to me it just wasn't worth it I didn't try it for more than like two, three times. It was just more so I'm getting circulation to my scalp otherwise. So I'm not going to keep turning my tub red <laughs> for no reason. So yeah, that was my experience on that. But there are a few recipes for a hair growth hair mask if you guys are interested in trying that. They're all over Google. You can Google literally anything at this day and age. So 
yeah those are my six hair growth hacks for you guys i really found them to be so helpful for me um my hair type just so it's out there and nobody is like oh this is not gonna work for me i have very very straight hair naturally it air dries straight i have super thick hair that takes forever to dry i know like me doing the no heat thing might not work for everybody but if you guys could implement maybe a few of these hacks i'm hoping it works for you as well as it did for me i just wanted to share and put my experience out there and i'm hoping that you know help you guys gain a few inches so if you guys enjoyed this episode or any other previous episode please subscribe give me that five star rating and if you guys love content like this where it's more so like beauty and tips and tricks let me know dm me at i love nicole nom let me know what other things you guys want me to talk about i would love to talk about it this podcast is really all about you guys and what you guys want to hear about so let me know and i'll try my very best to provide that content thank you guys so much for coming to hang out with me today i know it's a short episode we kept it really nice sweet straight to the point but have a wonderful weekend be safe have fun and i'll see you guys next friday on vibing in valentino bye